Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. Welcome to episode 8 of Strange New Worlds. This one is the Elysian Kingdom, and Bubbles over here <laughs> is back with us this week. Hello, I'm back, yay! <laughs> Just in one of those moods. Uh, but uh, before we get too much into the episode, uh, we do have a couple of things that we need to read. Uh, we have uh, a couple of comments came in through Podbean, of all places. Uh, this one from Douglas. Uh, two of them from Douglas, actually. Podbean? He, uh, yeah, that's where we oh, yeah. okay. uh, host our cast. Mm -hmm. uh, or this cast, anyway. And uh, Douglas says, what's up with the JJ's Enterprise here? And I can only assume he's referring to our logo, which I have an enterprise and profile view and kind of a technical drawing scenario. And a uh, couple of things with that. One, I put these to lo these logos together. Uh, In like four hours. Super, super fast. I had like four or five like uh, different versions of them and everybody got to pick. It was like from the moment I said, let's do this podcast to you making those designs and me putting out. I was like. A day? Yeah. No, Shannon said, let's make it happen. And I went, okay. And <laughs> Jake's like, uh, yeah, me too. And so we, we split this pretty hard. Hey, um, hey, I did not pile up on this one. I simply said I'd be there if you wanted. <laughs> and you were the only volunteer we found, sir. The only <laughs> one brave enough to. Dumb enough to come on with nice us. I was using I was the word brave. A... You could use Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like nice to brave. know that I'm at the top of a very small non-existent list oh yeah there was not a line for people wanting to do this show we with didn't us. really ask many people <laughs> yeah. did we no no we asked very you're the few. first one we asked man it's okay actually he was i was like who would be willing to do who this would be willing to step ass up ass into this with us i know jake hasn't told me no yet we'll, we'll ask him oh, well hey you were smart enough to go to the person who has no life <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're here. Okay. Avid podcaster. Not has no life. Avid podcaster, sir. You have to word that correctly. Uh, but uh, to answer your question, uh, that this all happened very fast. I wanted a profile view of the Enterprise. And uh, JJ's Enterprise is actually, uh, as far as the first Enterprise, is actually my favorite Enterprise. I really like the, the way the profile looks on that one. Uh, and that's the one I found. So that's the one I used. Now, we had a compromise because... I don't really like the graph paper looking thing on the back, but that's so you can add stuff to it later. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. If but we the, get different seasons. At the moment, I'm like, eh. Yeah. If we get more seasons with that, uh, I figure we'll it'll be it. like the Defiance logo and we'll start adding stuff to it, which is why I kind of left it half blank. Well, I, uh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Wait a minute. Uh, before I someone someone, what was the name of <laughs> Douglas? <laughs> before I have you to agree with Douglas someone? on one thing, though. I, and we talked about it a little bit last week. This is, I, I love the fact that they actually made the original dorky looking Enterprise look cool. Yes, they have. On the inside, because the outside is still dorky. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but even then, it is the same dorky Enterprise, but they actually managed to make it look good. Because the graphics are freaking amazing. I love the opening. But they, I love I, it. I, I think they went a little bit further than just the graphics are freaking amazing. Uh, I'm impressed. How about that? I'll leave it at that. Me too. They did very well. They did very well. Uh, Douglas also says, uh, love Pike's pirate action near the end uh, of the last episode was Serene Squall. And honestly... I think everybody like he must be having them. The, the whole the cast. whole cast is having a ball making. I I want to watch the behind the scene. You know, like the we call it the, the retakes. That's what I'm outtakes. 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 Thank you. I'm gonna watch the outtakes. I bet you. I want to see him stuffing Laon into that uh, dress today. That's and how they <laughs> strapped Uhura down. I want to see how many took. I, I want to know how many takes it took her to get that me, to me, see. Me, 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 me. And it, 
sounded like Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> I mean, she's so stoic all the time. She has the, the resting face, right? But here she had to sing. She was strapped down in a dress, and she's holding a little poodle everywhere. Who knew she had a singing voice, by the way? Who knew? If that was her. Holy crap. She can, uh, woman but, can sing. But, uh, I was impressed with on multiple levels of La'an. Uh, and the pirate episode was a great episode. I would say it's probably my second favorite of the series and, so far. And the producers have basically guaranteed that Captain Angel is coming back. Have they? Somewhere along the line, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good storyline. Just in the way that they let her live, or did they say something? Well, I Captain Angel apparently within the fandom has really taken off. Oh, man, and she's so awesome. there was questions of, like, are we going to see her again? And the response gave came back was, I'm pretty sure it's basically guaranteed we're going to see her again. I love so whether her. that means this season, next season, she's coming back. I love her. She is she is my favorite bad guy right now uh, in Star Trek. She's pretty awesome. Oh, I love her. And, and so far, the press has been sort of agreeing with me on the fact that bringing back the villain from the worst movie is a bold move. And that's like, Sean's like, you didn't see this movie. I'm like, that's, that's probably a reason. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a reason why. It, there, there I haven't is. watched all of the original Star Trek movies. I haven't because well, it I, just wasn't I, my thing. I'm kind of hoping that, very similar to my statements with regards to the Enterprise, they made the dorky-looking Enterprise look good, I'm hoping that maybe somewhere along the line they take the worst villain that Star Trek has ever had and turn him into something that was actually interesting. Your pain! Share it with me! You know, like, hmm, okay, well, it obviously worked on his wife, uh, because Captain Angel's awesome. I love her. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, he must have been doing something right. He must have been doing something, because if that's his wife, I am totally down. Whose wife? Captain Angel is Cybok's wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think she was doing all that stuff? I don't know. I Again, we have discussed this over and over again. I have not watched the original Star Trek. It didn't matter. This, I'm, it was all in Serene Squall. What she was telling, what she was saying that her husband didn't do Colinar and well, and to be fair, I don't even remember watching the episode last week. It was a busy well, week for me. You, you had yeah, we had a death in the family and stuff like that. So did, it was it was tough. Uh, I do remember watching it now, but I don't remember where I was when I watched it. <laughs> so I don't know. It's been a it's been a crazy two weeks. Two weeks. It's yeah. been crazy two weeks. Uh, yeah, vacation and, and some not happy time. Uh, so, uh, the next letter is from Grizak, and he says, all, great cast once again, and I agree, best show yet, he is talking about, uh, uh this one is actually old, and he was talking about the, uh, the f- episode five with the, uh, I don't care what they say. <laughs> I, that is my favorite episode so far. I'm just saying. Yeah. Putting it on record right now. That's my favorite. Yeah, that is that is hands down my favorite what as well. They say. You are fun. That is so me and Joe. <laughs> yeah. That is so all yeah. of my nights working law enforcement right there. Yeah. This is a horrible odd time. Horrible idea. What time? Yeah. That's exactly what it'd be. <laughs> I'll be your backup. It's going to be great. Backup. You know. Uh, Paperwork. Uh, so he's talking about that episode. I do have to wonder just what all would be included in Enterprise Bingo, and how would that change on Kirk's Enterprise? Oh, see, other people want Bingo. Nobody wants. <laughs> I want Bingo. bingo. Oh. No, no. Okay, Enterprise Bingo and Kirk's Enterprise is was more like um, you know most of those high school boy games where it's how many of the girls can you sleep with? <laughs> How many be, times it, can you wear a red shirt and live? It should be more like geocaching on the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what it was. They're like, uh, go actually, here, do know, this, do this tour, right? What I'm, what I'm actually now thinking now that Sean said that is, I'm, what's going through my head is somebody beaming back onto the Enterprise with a red shirt, screaming, "Bingo, bingo! <laughs> I made it! I made it! It's bingo! I don't have to go anymore, right?" Uh, thank you for the recommendations on uh, starting with Picard. I will be checking that for this week. Uh, I did check a couple of episodes of Prodigy, even though I probably won't be following that one forward. It is more for kids. Uh, it is still better than TOS animated series that came out back in the day. Thank God for that. Granted. 
Uh, as Agree to, on all levels, yes. As to the other older series, I do have to admit Enterprise is probably my favorite. But I really felt like they ended it too soon. That was uh, not how a fan, either, uh, a fan of how they chose to wrap it up. It felt like they dropped the ball when they had so much more they could have done with that crew. I actually agree with that. I really liked Enterprise. And well, Porthos. Enterprise is the perfect example of the show that you can tell that the showrunners had plans going forward with it. And somewhere along the line, the uh, studio just kind of went, no, you're done. Oh, and they, it got all kinds of crap to when they launched it because it was called Enterprise, but it wasn't the Enterprise. It was in X01 and it's it. I, I think it wasn't it was a great show and I I crapped on it as well. There's there's probably still recordings of me crapping on it on another podcast I used to do. And I and I think I even admitted then I was wrong. It it was a great show. I loved to Paul and Trip. I loved Porthos. I, I the whole thing was, was expertly done. I think it just I think it was just the wrong show at the wrong time. Uh Grizak goes on and says, Lastly, you mentioned that there's some disagreement between Sean and Beef about the phonetics of my name. Sean, you are actually right on the pronunciation. Yes. It wasn't Beef, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Beef and I argued about it. Uh, oh, did you? I, I picked up that handle back on ICQ and YIM, <laughs> Yahoo Instant Messenger, and it has stuck. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm that old. But Sean and Beef were both on track for the source of my nom de uh, I don't know how to say that. A, a Grizz from AK. Nom de guerre. Nom de guerre. I wasn't going to attempt French. Uh, Grizz from AK, Alaska, is where it came from. And as a 6'4 Midwestern corn fed, I have been referred to as a Wookiee, a Klingon, and a Sasquatch. <laughs> you guys have a great night. Grizzak! Uh, I have to say it like that now. It's like, Grizzak! Do the hand claw. <laughs> I was just say no one can see what I'm. I'm watching you like a whole Klingon hand claw. Yeah, the hand claw. Like you do it every time he says the name, he does it. I it's do. Kind of funny. I do. Uh, and we have one more. I think uh, from uh, thank you, Grizak, for for writing and uh, you as well, Douglas. Uh, let's. Would you stop bubbling? Stop it. Stop it. All right. So, Kirk backstory. Uh, this one from Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> I didn't even get to read it quick enough, and I knew that was going to come out. I knew Gadget. it. Oh, my God. Oh, Dr. Claw. Uh, Sean, Shannon, and Jake, been enjoying your podcast on Strange New Worlds, but this weekly Who is Kirk conversation is getting comical. With the, As most all of our stuff does, yes. I, I would say we tend to beat the horse and then have it stuffed and beat it again, but uh, with a couple of minutes well, to spend... Hey, hey wait, wait a minute. You, you, They throw a... Uh, a character on there. They call him Kirk. They just make him some random science officer who touched something and died. And he didn't die. No, I know he didn't actually die, but you, he's a you random somebody, but he has the name of Kirk. So you got to look at he who's is a, this person. He is a red shirt in disguise, is what That's he is. exactly what he is. Exactly. So, so how 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 is this not going to be one of the major questions of the of the Star Trek? I mean, universe? come on. Who how many other dude? things are named Kirk? Right. All right he's so, got to be related. So, with a couple of minutes spent on Sean's trivia prowess, I'm surprised he has not Googled the subject. That's because I didn't care, and it's more fun to tweak Shannon. Uh, I know Sean has the Google skills. Him. Don't tell him he has great powers on trivia, because that just ruins my day. Really? Shut up. You really you really want to go there? Don't start. Okay. If you pull my leg hair, woman, I will trivia you to death. Trivia? Trivia. Oh, Tribble. trivia. Trivia. <laughs> no, Tribble. I don't want you to... I'm not playing. Look, I'm bald on this side of my leg right here. That's your rippings. Ow! I'm going to get the red tape. <laughs> I'm going to get the red tape. I'm going to put it here. This is. Would it stop me? Touch on mouth. Touch on mouth. All right, so. Uh, Sean's true. I'm surprised he has Google subject. I know Sean has the Google skills as seen from another podcast. Yeah, that's only with porn. Uh. <laughs> I <laughs> do agree. Spock a must. That's your only Google skills? If if Kirk was naked, he could find it right away. Just, yeah, no problem. If you were dead, I could find it. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah Shannon's really good. <laughs> I love genealogy. Yeah, genealogy. I got this. I uh, have to agree. Spock a is the best episode so far, and Una should have uh, shot Laon back in spite. 
And he uh, includes the link to the 101 Kirk family on StarTrek.com. I totally would have shot her back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I totally. I wanted to see them going back and forth with the sun. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this this version of Kirk is Samuel Kirk is uh, Kirk's brother. So uh, he is also I am I am declaring he is a he is a token red shirt in disguise. And every time we see him, it is only for comic effect. Well, but I mean, uh, his is there sibling rivalry there? I mean, Kirk uh, Senior, uh, Samuel Kirk, apparently never gets to be above a lieutenant and oh. fall and wanders around doing dumbass stuff, and then all of a sudden his younger brother is an admiral. I mean, somewhere along the line, this is there's got to be some hurt feelings in there. Well, I bet you he's just Richard. He's, yeah, he's just a red shirt. He's like, oh, the, the, which Kirk did we get? No, we got Jim. He's the good one, right? Okay, yeah, good, 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 good. So good, they good. think. They hope. I don't know, man. That's uh, that is. He's neither one of them can follow the rules. Ain't stop that touching. Stop stuff. touching things. It's like it's like taking the girls to any kind of china shop or, or anything like that or glass shop or anything. don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. I took the Girl Scouts. To an antique shop in Savannah. I'm like, every one of you put your hands in your pockets. Oh, my mom used to. I still cannot walk into, like, those those uh, Hallmark stores and everything without, like, f- just some kind of PTSD and my hands slamming into my pockets. This was one of the, you walk in and you step down. Oh, yeah. And there was, like, crystal chandeliers and pieces of china. <laughs> you I'm took like, a bunch of I'm like, I'm not walking any further. I'll be right here near the door, ready for the exit, ready for escape. Because, <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to break something. should not have gone in there. Whose idea was this? Walking into that one, it was the girls. Yes. So we, whenever we were walking up and down the streets, anything they wanted to walk into, we would, you know, let them step into it. Mainly because it was hot and it was full of AC inside. So, but once we got in and I realized what we stepped into, I'm like, ah, this is not a good idea. And I had the little one stay with me. Mike, if anything, it won't be on blamed on you or me. So we're gonna stay right here at the door. We were only in there for like maybe five minutes. Gotta go. Let's Before go. I lost my nerve. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're not. <laughs> we're go. just. We're just pushing danger right now. Uh, so thank you to Douglas and Gat Gadget, Grizzak, and uh, <laughs> you're gonna hurt yourself over there. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna hurt myself. And uh, uh, oh crap! No, I just I just closed the email. Oh no! This is terrible. I just, it's it. so horrible. You know, you click on it, open it again. Yeah, it was it was uh, gadget Grizzak Douglas. Oh no, it, one of them sent two. Okay, good Douglas. All right, I didn't forget anybody. I'm like, who who's the fourth one? Okay, so that's fine. Uh, thank you guys for writing in. Uh, so on to this episode, uh, the Elysian Kingdom. And I'm just going to say off the bat, I was uh, a little surprised that, uh, I mean, they must have just gone down to wardrobe and been like, all right, everybody had their scripts today? All right, yeah, good. Uh, all the women, follow me, please. We're about to hoist you up and strap you in. Except Ortegas. Yeah, except Ortegas. <laughs> here's a sword. Yeah, here's a sword. Here's she a, looked amazing she, with a sword. She looked amazing with a sword. Oh, my gosh. they. She must have had so much fun doing and all the sword fights. And then, did anyone know Laon could sing? Not a clue. Or it could be so comical. All I think is Beaker now. <laughs> All right, so I read the script, and basically I'm ridiculous in a fairy princess dress this week. My yes, God, yes, you, you are. Can you imagine how many outtakes that took? They were probably laughing over and over again. Like, hey, cut, cut, well, let's, if, let's if keep straight else, face. How, how could they not be just dying at Pike? <laughs> Pike was, he was pretty comical. I I think he was the funniest. All I oh, can... absolutely. Well, I don't know. All I can tell he you was funny. He is was funny. that whoever, that, like, there are several people out there in the world this week who would pay good money to be the dog licking La'an's chest while she was <laughs> delivering her lines. Because I saw that and I'm like, you see that, babe? Do you see that? Oh, I saw it. <laughs> Can um, let's rewind it. Did we did we see what we did? We yeah. see that? Oh no, the dog is licking her boobs. All right, good, good, good. It was the tops, but still, uh, that's then they kept that take. All righty. So that was good. Poodle. Erica, Erica, sword fighting was great. Uh, she must have had a blast. The implications with her and Una. 
Oh my God. From the book? Quite well. Oh, quite well, yes. Quite well, yeah. Uh-huh. I assure you, we know each other yeah. very well. Very well, yeah. Quite well. Uh, so, I mean, that was... And who knew uh, uh, Spock would look so damn good? He looks good with long hair. He looked like he belonged in The Lord of the Rings. He oh, yeah, no, no. They had, they had him all elf lord up. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had the five o'clock shadow. I mean, he was looking good. I bet you every one of them asked to take those outfits home. That is a sexy man right there. He was like, okay, so this episode, I'm going to outshine Pike. He's right, like, good. finally, this episode, I don't have to wear my ears the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We no didn't see gets, him. No one can see. Uh, other than the beginning, while you're in the fantasy part, no one can see your ears. So he's like, finally, I can take them off. When uh, when Una showed up as the ranger, Shannon's like, oh, that's going to work. <laughs> it, you know what? It does it for me. Sorry. <laughs> it did it for me some. I also like Chapel as the witch. Oh, yes. Yeah, the soothsayer witch type thing. What are her dopamine levels? <laughs> what are dopamines? <laughs> yes. So I think I'm going to watch this episode again. <laughs> Along with number five. I still Five is still my favorite. I can't even remember the title of it, but... Spock Amuck. That's it. Yeah. Spock Amuck well, and Serene I, Squall are my two. I, well, despite the humor of this episode, and I will not suggest that I did not enjoy it, I do have to say that I'm the, the Star Trek episodes where they throw them into a fantasy world um, are, have never been my favorite. What? Are you kidding? Sir, I protest. Well, I am not a merry man. I was about to put together the same episode. <laughs> you and I are thinking the same light because you have Q and, and, and Star Trek The Next Generation. I was thinking more of Crusher in her outfit with her little Peter Pan hat, but you know. And Dorn, like, like uh, or, uh, Worf, just, just smashing the crap out of Will Scarlet's loot. I mean, come on, just, sorry. You know, I didn't say I didn't enjoy them. I said that they were my least favorite. I don't know. My least favorite are ones like the second episode, where it's just like, we didn't really have a direction here. We just got to introduce a bunch of crap. Uh, that one was just kind of, eh. Uh, no, this, which this one was it that I didn't like? I didn't like the one with the children. That oh, was, yeah, that no, was, you were not happy about I gave that, that like a two. I'm like, oh, no. It's so disappointing when you have a favorite show. And you're like, oh, mm, it's not my favorite. I can, I can just. Well, I not. mean, everybody has episodes that are, are not good. Well, at the end of this one, when uh, Benga was having to choose, like Shannon's, like her, he's like, it's up to you, and and Shannon's like, I couldn't do that. No, my mom instincts kicked in. Yeah, your the, mama bear. My mama bear came out. Like, <laughs> get your off my ship. <laughs> Get my daughter back into the, the, uh, actually, the transporter. I, the one thing I will have to say is I think Mbenga is the weakest character on the show. So far, I would agree. No, I, I don't mean I don't feel I don't mean the character himself is a weak man. I just mean as far as character development, they character, haven't done much. They with haven't him. done much with him. I mean, he's I, just I, now going to be freed but up. But being even stuck then, in a... this this whole thing of just you know. Do what you want. I mean, who looks at their five-year-old and says, do what you want? <laughs> you get your ass back in the transporter pad. Well, you also got to realize that eventually you're going to have to have room for the other doctor that's got to come onto the Enterprise. That's years from now. At least, I mean, uh, at Look, least Look, as theory. long as they don't replace him with Pulaski, I'm happy. <laughs> 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 there was no excuse for that. Talk about the most hated and Enterprise. And I will Pulaski never forget it. Immortal. I will never forgive that season. It tanked the entire... What was entire... that, episode three? Or uh, season three? It was an three? entire... I think it was season three. It I think three. it was season three. I just know that Gates McFadden was pregnant in real life, and that's no, why. No, that, that was season two. Season two. Yeah. Forgive me, that was junior high. I'm just no. I know that Gates McFadden was pregnant in real life, and that's why it happened. Logically, I know why it happened, but she was a horrible actress. She wasn't a horrible actress. She's horrible. I just... No, she wasn't. She took... The place of my sugar hips. So, <laughs> she she wasn't a horrible actress. She just didn't fit into the crew. Yeah, it just it wasn't. She it didn't was fit a, into the crew. She didn't fit into the red hair. Sorry, it's a square peg in a round hole on that one. It was it wasn't. Well, I, I don't she think was that was my one favorite. And then she was gone for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, this ruins it. I can't watch any more Star Trek ever. Wesley was my favorite, and then he left the show. Well, you know what? That's like because so, it was me. 
Okay. It was me. It was a kid my age on Enterprise. I was like, about this to could be you. I was about to compare him to Skywalker, but I would never do that to Crusher because oh no, my god, Wesley was way cooler. Wesley than was so much cooler than the whiny little Luke. I know you don't like Skywalker. It's fine. I like all the other Skywalkers. I just don't like that one. Blasphemy, but it's fine. I don't like that one. He's a whiny little... He's not by the end. Well, actually, he is he by the is. end. Yeah, no, there's not a movie he's not whiny in. Uh, but I lost my actually, hand. Actually, <laughs> Return of the Jedi, he's not whiny. And that's the only time he's a badass is Return of the Jedi. Like He's like, I got a job to do. I got to go do it. And he's not whiny in that Come one. on. The Ewoks played better than he did. They did not. Murder Bears? Murder Bears? Murder Bears? Yeah. That's no. what our daughters call them, Murder Bears. It's because that's what I named them. They're Murder, murder Bears. Murder Bears. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, yeah, I, look, I'll give Sean credit for that one. From the perspective of a stormtrooper, those are some terrifying little Those are terrifying. They pop out of the jungle you have the, using you rocks have... and sticks and slaughter an entire uh, Atwalker. For a stormtrooper, you have body gear. You're okay. They're not going to bite through your plastic. Boulder falls on you. All right, we're gonna get it. We gotta get back to Star Trek. Or a murderous Chucky teddy bear comes out from with his 500 <laughs> friends comes out and hacks you to death. That's I would still not... take 500 murder, murder. I can't even talk. Murder bears hamstrings you and then starts cutting you up so that they can roast you over a spit later. I'd still take all that. They'd have to deal with the Skywalker. I would deal with Princess Leia. As I said. I'm not. I'm okay with most of the all the other Skywalkers. I'm fine with that one. You didn't like Anakin pre-helmet when he was all whiny and angsty with Hayden Christensen. Oh, well, okay, okay, okay. Don't get me started on Skywalk, that. Is a Skywalker trait, so you don't know, get me genetic. started because that he ruined the movie. I like I like winding her up about this, guys. <laughs> so it's not. It's just so you guys know. Look, I you know I'm a Star Trek girl. I like Star Wars. It's okay. You like Boba Fett and and Mandalorian. I do, and Gina Carano. Yeah, Cardoon. Yeah, he kicks ass. Yes, uh, and but they fired her. <laughs> exactly. And I quit stop watching. So I mean, it's okay. Uh, but there's there is a uh, I I would agree that he and Benga is probably the weakest character developed because he hasn't had anything to do other than take care of his daughter who's dying, and now she's not dying anymore, and you get to see her at the end. You get to see that she's okay. Uh, even uh, Hemmer was was like kicking ass this episode. Magic. I was kind of hoping that this was going to end up being Mbanga's exit. We were going to get another doctor. <laughs> wow, that's so harsh. <laughs> that is harsh, man. That's that's like more than my hate for Skywalker. <laughs> What's Mbanga ever done you know, to you, man? I I, I thought Mbanga was going to be a strong character when they introduced him, and he's really just not. I just wish you'd speak up. Santa keeps deaf. pausing and going, what did he say? I'm so deaf. It's just it's my ears. I'm like, I, he whispers when he talks. I'm like, I can't. He's very soft-spoken. You well, can I, put it actually, on. Actually, the, the way, I, th- I think you guys just hit on it. He is so soft-spoken that I don't think he fits in with this crew. Mm, you got a lot of hard hitters in this crew. Exactly. I mean, you, I mean even the most, uh, like, the next step up from soft-spoken is Erica, and she has a wit that'll cut you. She has the best exactly. one-liners. So, so I go back to what I've said on many occasions. Wouldn't you just love to see McCoy in with this crowd? Oh, God, yeah. Just drunk off his off his butt. They'd all be like wisecracking. I, I, so... I yeah. keep hoping that I keep hoping that either we're going to see him. It's like his first assignment because he's a medical genius, or you know they bring him on as a resident or something. Well, that's that what make. I said. Well, I'll go and Sean's like, well, we got years before that. Happens. We do. Well, maybe not. I don't know. He was an old we man. Got, we, got Uhur, we got we got Uhura as a trainee. Why can't we get McCoy as a resident? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's been ruined now. I can't think of McCoy without thinking of the Carl portrayal of him. Uh, you know, they found someone who could do Spock. They've got to find be able to find somebody who can do McCoy. You know, I didn't really think I was going to like Ethan to begin with, but he does. I like him better than he, he, it works. Zachary Quinto. I li- yeah, I like him better than Zachary. It, he does. He it really does work. He really does do a good job. See, with with Ethan, he doesn't come across as condescending. Well, he, he really, does. but not only that, he looks and sounds and feels like a younger version of what you eventually get from Spock and Leonard Nimoy. I would agree with that largely, yeah. Although you do get to see a more, um, I don't know, uh, passionate side of him with the whole Tapring 
angle, which you don't get to see hardly at all anywhere else. Well, you get to see a compassionate side with him, with his love for his sister in Discovery. So, well, with the Red Angel. But, but even then, this is the first time they've really kind of shown you how Vulcan relationships work. You've seen Vulcans who end up in relationship with emotional creatures like humans, but you've never seen a pure Vulcan relationship. True. So this is the first time we're seeing how Vulcans interact with each other when they're in a relationship, because we know the Vulcans have emotions. They're just suppressed. Well, until they do Kulinar and burn them uh, out. Yeah. Until you find Duprings. I like to find a couple of Duprings. Now, see, I think she's actually, uh, and I, I don't know, I may be projecting here, but I think she's actually pursuing Spock because she likes the idea of having a half-human partner who's very passionate and and has those emotions. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll live vicariously through him. I'm just going to go back in to the Dupring thing and say I'd like to see her in the cat suit. Mm. With hair down? I wouldn't argue with that. With I'm... her hair down? Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't uh, argue with that okay, at all. Okay, I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> well, I can't think of anything else now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay, can somebody write some Dupring uh, Chapel fan fiction somewhere along the line, please? Ooh, I bet you I can find some. You're talking to the queen of fan fiction. Here. I don't know. I, if I was going to read uh, Strange New Worlds fanfic, it would be Captain Angel. No. Oh, yeah. No. Captain Laan Angel or Chapel? And Una. Well, okay. Considering the fact that we know your book liberty, Sean, uh, or at least anybody who's ever listened to your other podcast does, and considering who's at the center of this, what you really need is a uh, to bring uh, to Chapel and... Um, Angel. Oh, yeah. Spock. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. I'm down with that. I I don't know. I just thought she was a brilliant character. She was played brilliantly. Uh, it, it was it was just perfectly done. I don't know where they found her or why they thought she'd fit for that role, but she sure does. Well, she sure oh, does. It works. Someone needs to take the episode and continue on with it and bring to bring back and having a conversation with Chapel about their man and it just leads to something else and i'm here for it you oh, could actually man. i mean if we're going fan fiction wise here if we're going to uh, take that tangent you can actually s imagine something where to bring decides yep. logically that this is something that needs to happen we need to have this discussion <laughs> you need to get her out of your system i suggest a three-way you know <laughs> it's only logical <laughs> for science <laughs> <laughs> Query. <laughs> it's, Query. It's, it's only it's only logical that we work out this thing. This, this Maybe you should be stopping him. Query. What does that do? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the, if once again playing this out, what it, this ends up happening is this ends up being a, a complete discussion between uh, Chapel and Tapring, where Spock is just dragged along, and you keep, keep seeing Spock just trying to cut into the conversation by going, Query. <laughs> What just happened? As here? they both looking at him, going, "Shut up!" I hope. Now I'm going to go find the start to fan fiction. It's all I, your fault, Jake. I hope what they're not doing. I hope what they're not doing, and I'm just saying this, is giving us all this Chapel Spock and Tapring thing, so that we get invested in it, and then they kill Tapring or Chapel. No, they can't kill Chapel because we know no, that she's alive. Oh, that's right. Because right. Okay. So we know that to she lives. Tapring's the one that's Tapring's expendable. As far as I know, Tapring's expendable. Well, I mean, we do know that so Spock at least makes an attempt to go through Kulinar and, and fails. Right. We but, know that. So, so the and we also do know that he never honestly gets married. So, yep. Tapring has to go somewhere for some reason. Right. So we know that she doesn't wind up marrying him, but we don't know why. So. Could it be she died, and that's why he failed his culinar, because he was stricken with grief? Could it be... Well, no, he failed his culinar because he was uh, uh, mentally contacted by V'ger. Oh, that's right, he did. Oh, I forgot all about that. Uh, the first movie, V'ger, uh, which was actually Voyager, who had gotten uh, hooked up with a bunch of uh, alien technology and came back and tried to, to do crazy stuff. Anyway... I forgot about that. But still, she's not in the picture. Spock's wife, like, he lost his marbles, gave them to McCoy, and they brought him all back and everything, and, and it was not to Pring. Um, she ain't gonna hang around forever. I'm just hoping we get her for a lot more, long, a lot longer than we currently have her. 
I agree with that one. Because she's hot. She she's fine. Yeah. yeah no, well, she, I mean, she's good. We, we talked about it last week, though. We've got a, we've got at least a decade's worth of time to work this stuff out. We do, and she's she is awesome. I, I love her character. It proves that she is she's in it for for as much as she can be. Uh, I really hope we bring back the uh, hoisted boobs and cut out boob windows uh, that we we had in. <laughs> In this episode, I mean, I don't know how the hell Uhura was breathing, but she had her strapped Wouldn't it up. have been awesome if T'Pring had a fairy book character? Yes, that would have been. <laughs> You're just projecting now. <laughs> don't I always? That's always what I do. I don't know. I was really proud of Hammer this episode because he actually had some funny stuff and, and he's... The magic of science. He's actually a character I want to see more of. I I like him. Every time I see him, I like him. I thought he was going to be the weak. Honestly, I thought he was going to be the weak one as far as character development goes. And he kind of is. Well, at the very beginning, I didn't care for him much. Right. But he's funny. He's funny. He's like, too much? (laughs) But I think this is the first episode where you start to see that side of him. Because he's always been so grumpy all the time. And he was having a good time. Yeah. He's like the magic of the, the, the reason why he seems like the weak character is because he hasn't had the opportunity to save the ship via Scotty yet. Right. And he hasn't had the chance to pull a Scotty and save the ship, you know, more warp power and all that. Good give it her own. She's you know. got, you know, uh, yeah, so yeah, we, we, we haven't had that moment from him. I just I, I don't know. I actually I, I'll take that back. The closest moment we did have to them is they went. More powered, he went, oh, okay. (laughs) I am a genius, after all. Here you go. That should be sufficient. And it was. So I I thought this was good. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lighthearted episode. I you couldn't have done this like on episode two or three. I mean, it's it's too much for something like that. You have to know more people. You know, I like episodes like this because not only as as we as the people who are watching the episodes get to see more about their characters. But it's also about the people that are playing these characters. It brings them closer together and it makes it it makes it easier for them to connect to the next season. Like when they become a when they become a crew, not like on like on TNG, they're not just a crew. They were friends in real life. So I've seen pictures of the of, of the cast going out and, and hey like um Anton Mount posted here a while back that he took them all out axe throwing. And the girl that plays Ahura, she was all dancing because she threw the axe. But you get to see that character development because you get to see the development with them being friends. And I think that's a cool thing. It shows that onto the episodes. I think that's entirely true. But then again, Star Trek crews have largely always been tight because you kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a crazy ensemble, and it always has been. It's, it's always, always been, been an ensemble. Yeah, it's always been an ensemble. It's always been... You know, even if they have to bring characters in, right? Like in DS9, they brought in Worf from TNG because they needed some some help. Uh, Voyager, they brought in Seven and Nine. So how many do we have here? Seven. What? Of characters on the show. Oh, uh, don't get me lying. We, we, you, okay, you had seven on TNG. I you think. mean mains? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're so all... you got Pike. You got uh, Spock. Spock. You Una. got Una. You've got Erica. You've got Laon. You've got Chapel. Chapel. Hammer and Mbenga. Did I miss anybody? Uh, well, the only one is that that could it's possibly even go in there is uh, the um, the Asian woman who you know sits at ops. Who I don't you know she's at this point so important to the story that I don't even remember her name. <laughs> that, that's not I a main know character. If they've said <laughs> it. She's not a main character. They haven't said her name, and she's wearing red. <laughs> <laughs> it just counts because so you got about nine characters here, uh, and because I would count to Pring in that. Yeah, she's been in, mix. she's been in almost every episode. She's been in as many as Ahura's been in. Yeah, honestly, different episodes normally, but she's been in main, mostly different episodes, or uh, uh, most of the same episodes um, as far as number goes. So. I would I would say that's nine. That's that's a that's a big ensemble. But you know what what else is cool is that here we are. What eight episodes in episode eight? Yeah. Yeah, this was eight today. I mean, we probably got two. Two more left. Two more left. And other than the one that I didn't like, 
they've hit it out of the park every time. So sometimes you have a first season of a brand new show that is a hit and miss, right? Some of them are okay, but you have like four out of them that are not. I haven't seen that here. So that 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 is one thing you've got to give these guys credit for. They did come out swinging. They came out swinging, and I think they've hit it every time, except that one that I didn't like. But they hit it every time for me. That I just hope that we have many more more seasons. I I really can't imagine a series like this not. And it's getting, had so many good reviews. Well, so, not so, far it's the high, so far it's the highest rated of any of these Star Trek shows that they've been putting out. Really? Do we know if, if oh, they've yeah. already been picked up for season two? I haven't. I haven't seen specifically they've been put up, picked up for season two, but what I have read is an article going, dear God, with the, with the uh, viewership that you have, why haven't you announced season two yet? I mean, what do you want better than this as far as signs that people are into it? I mean, there I haven't really heard anybody complaining. I mean, there's episodes that people are like, oh, this one isn't my favorite, this one isn't my favorite, or whatever. But that's that's, that's just normal, subjective. Would, would, you, would, you, would you like a guess on this one? Sure. The, my guess is is that they probably only contracted everybody out for one season, not knowing what they were going to get out of it. And right now, what they're probably doing is scrambling around with a bunch of agents going, well, we're seeing dollar signs now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because this is lightning in a bottle. This is probably the most popular Trek series, as far as the fandom goes, that, that has been since TNG. Right. And what you'll see to prove it is, obviously, if we lose Anson Mount, which I don't think we will, then nope. the whole thing is done. Yeah. But that being said, anybody else is at this point in time, uh, you know, it's kind of like, oh, they got reassigned. We now have a new character. Well, I guess they didn't sign a contract. Yeah, you could you could. I mean, if Ant, they have to get Anson Mount but uh, and Spock, honestly, those two, Actually, they, they probably they have the, to they, get the fact that they don't even need to get Spock. Spock can go in sabbatical or may, maybe Spock goes on his honeymoon for a season or something of that maybe. nature. Maybe. Uh, but you got to have Anson. Yeah. Yeah, he's the only, he's the only cannot, one that you can't. And do honestly, this I think you got to have Erica. I mean, she brings the comic relief. She's and she's a good character, but you don't have to. You don't have to. I, I think, and this is part of the problem. I think happened with Discovery. Discovery never had a real captain except for Anson Mount. He was well, the minute he stepped on the bridge of Discovery, you went ah, there's the captain, right? It was never like Burnham was always just like, eh, well, well, okay, the maybe. captain before Burnham, she was the captain. Yeah, and really, everyone hated her. I loved her. I mean, yeah, I, I, no, you loved her, not you loved her <laughs> as a captain. Well, I liked her as a captain, <laughs> but and but I didn't mind Burnham as a captain. But they killed her almost immediately. So yeah, the, the discovery was almost always kind of quasi captainless it had this sh this rotating cast of captains and you i think for a star trek series you can't really do that it has to be centered around a central person and that person win or lose has to be able to carry it yep and with with and you see some of the series is like um we'll pick on voyager for a second uh Catherine janeway was a good actor. I mean, uh, she was a great actress, uh, mm -hmm. and I cannot remember her, her name. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Brilliant actress. I love her to death. She's been in other stuff like Warehouse 13 and, and believe it or not, Remo Williams' Great Adventure. Orange is the New Black. Uh, Orange is the New Black. She's been in a lot of stuff, and she's she's fantastic, and I love her. her but they, Catherine Janeway kind of sucked. I mean, she... She made bad, well, poor decisions. Yeah. Okay, but she she's the only one out of all of your captains that you had that came up through the science department. Right, and she... And she being Admiral? Yeah, but... Honestly, she could have gotten them back to the the. She could have brought them back earlier. Way earlier. She made a series of horrible decisions, as far as I'm concerned, and I never really liked it. Now the show was saved for me by the addition of seven to nine. Yes. The minute she stepped on the show, she sa she saved it. I was a big fan because the the interplay it changed the entire chemistry, right? But still, they stuck with Jane White. Well, of course, they had well, to with Voyager, but still. They got yeah, rid but, of cast. At the same at the same time, what you had is is nobody ever looked at her and went, okay, these people are in the Delta Quadrant. We're never going to see them again. Who cares? <laughs> 
Uh, little did they know. However, you know. Oh look- no, I'm not talking about the people who are looking for Voyager. I'm talking about the different times that Voyager shows the moral ground of saving the people in the Delta Quadrant oh, yeah. versus going home. Oh no, they could. They should have just been looking around way going, okay, earlier. Th- th- these people are in the Delta Quadrant. We are Nobody never cares. going to see them again. We don't care about their culture. Violate the Prime Directive and let's go home. Let's go home, everybody. We good with that, everybody? Okay, they no could have gone home. Involved. They could have gone home in the first season. Could have been grand opening, grand closing. We'd have never seen seven, right? Still strong captain. Whatever else she was, whether I liked her or I didn't, she or was a I very strong captain. She was a strong captain. Uh, uh, Scott Bakula, strong captain. Picard, legendary captain. Right. Legendary. Uh, there's, there's. Don't go into Cisco because you know it ain't true. Cisco was a strong leader. I don't happen to agree with most of the stuff that comes out of his mouth off the show, but Cisco did okay. Uh, I didn't. DS9. Cisco doesn't know what he's saying off the show. He's too stoned. He's stoned out of his mind. But, but still, DS9 had a lot of redeeming qualities. Had Quark. Had Odo. Their interplay was legendary. Major Kira was probably one of my favorite. I would put her in one of my top ten Star Trek characters ever. I loved Major Kira. Ooh, I liked Inton Rowe. You, there was a lot of good things about DS9. The whole Dax Wharf thing and the Defiant. Uh, th- there was some really good s- sci-fi in DS9. Uh, but DS9 started to be that convergent thing. There wasn't a ship. They had to bring in a ship with the Defiant because they were running out of things to do in a station. They had to, <laughs> they had to, they had to leave. <laughs> That's like the perfect way to kill a sci-fi show. Like, right? like you had 15 seasons of Stargate, and then all of a sudden they're going to do Stargate where they're on a ship. Yeah, you can. Where you're like on a, on a base. I'm like, but you, you're not... That's not that's what Stargate not, is. What Stargate goes through the wormholes to the planet. They not, changed the formula. Um, and then it, then it tanked. That's uh, part of the reason I think Discovery, other than the wokeness, was was having trouble is because they changed the formula. They had a right. rotating captaincy, and it didn't really work. Well, what they what they tried to do and failed was to make it not about the captaincy. Right, and I don't and there's think only you... and there's only one show that's managed to do that properly, Lower Decks. That's true. But at the same time, Lower Decks is sort of like what, ha- you know, pulling back the curtain and what happens. You know, it's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, right? It's specifically made to not be that. You know, speaking, you said, the, you said, work, 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 go. I was reading on Twitter and I don't engage because I don't have patience with those stupid people. But <laughs> <clears throat> somebody was complaining about the word being woke being used for to describe discovery and someone so you're you're just you're just upset because you know they have the first female captain i'm like come on they don't have a first i know i know mike look just because you're a 19 year old 20 year old that that's just now discovering star trek we have a janeway <laughs> yeah but, not but only see, all the thing all the things that they just, that they were trying to do and be the first on for discovery are no none of those things are the first like it's i'm not the okay first female captain with having even a female. if you go into that it's it's not the first homosexual relationship you've had nope. in star trek and it's not the first transgendered person you've had in star trek oh that's true yeah there's been some trill in there host <laughs> yeah. well no not even that i mean you know Riker tried to kidnap the person from the planet where they had no gender or whatever oh, yeah. that's right i forgot yeah. about that so this is not new but but, but you know what? you know the ones i love the the ones i love are the ones you're like it's just so hard to find strong female characters in sci-fi and i'm like please have you, you never watched sci-fi me? can you say sarah connor <laughs> How about <Ellen> Ripley? Ripley? <laughs> really? That's where you're going? The blonde chick. Uh, the blonde? Bla- bad star. Starbuck? Starbuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's a history, okay? You're just 22 Lucy and you Lawless. have no idea, right? <laughs> Lucy Lawless started with sci-fi and fantasy way back in... Well, that yeah, that really was nice. fantasy, and then she went to sci-fi, and then she went to Battlestar. Oh my God, she did amazing in sci-fi. She did amazing in Battlestar, amazing. Uh, so I I can't like I, I don't understand sometimes when they're like, oh, you're just jealous. It's, this was the first attempt. At, I'm like, it wasn't. I'm like, turn around and leave my Star Trek alone. Go wasn't away. even the twentieth <laughs> attempt. It was like, like we've had a couple but of. But they these. were going back and forth, and they were arguing with people about, oh, you know, your, your diversity. I'm like, look, 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 look. Sci-fi is known for I that. am a sci-fi girl. Star Trek in particular is known for its diversity. 
Yeah, long standing. Right, yeah. long standing. It doesn't matter. That being said, <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get my brain around this. We finally have diversity in Star Trek. I mean, that being said, <laughs> really, <laughs> where the hell have you been? Right. <laughs> that being said, just because I'm a chica and you had other girl captains doesn't mean I'm automatically going to. I'm not a sheep. OK, you cannot put the redheaded chick. You cannot Tilly. put Tilly. I loved Tilly. I loved her character. You cannot put Tilly as the first commander. It can't happen. Yeah, she's not she first jumped officer so with many. She jumped so many positions. You, you got to make it real for me. And now you're just doing stuff that's based on a, your woke agenda. And you lost me. Yeah, like, you want to be a girl boss? I have no problem with that. Bring it on. All right? Winona. Like, girl boss. Uh, two boss. Two. Ooh. Well, my goodness. Well, I mean, but even then, going back to <sighs> Discovery and and how they went over the top with it, the um, you know, the uh, doctor and the engineer uh, relationship. I mean, once again, that's an excellent relationship. I thought they did great. They did great. It I, wasn't over and, the top. It didn't exactly. matter. And they were a deeply compassionate, caring couple. And I thought that was well portrayed. I think when you have shows that have couples like that that don't make it any obvious they don't stand, make it stand out you're just well they acted like normal. they were actually in a relationship and one having well, problems just like and, they and, did on winona they never said okay what well, we're gonna have a lesbian and a bisexual that that's it's just they made it a normal everyday relationship and nobody cared nobody well, and cares and yeah. even take another step into this into this one the 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 uh, young person who became non-binary do you mean to tell me that in 400 years they still haven't figured out how to do pronouns? Really? It's it, 400 years from now we're still going to be having that argument. You stupid pronouns. Uh, well, I I just I, it was not the the avenue. In, in my personal opinion, and write in if you want to. In my personal opinion, this was not the avenue to do this in because star trek has always been super super progressive and it's always postulated that whatever you are whatever you're into it's fine it's good however you well, want to every, you know be everything I mean, in this good. world has a everything in this world has a line they danced over it i mean come on you bit. had you had the host episode in tng you're in love with a little meatloaf kind of look <laughs> I mean, come on. He switches the meatloaf, switches bodies. You're in love with a meatloaf. That was a sexy meatloaf when it came to Dax. I know. But come on. But Beverly's like, no, I can't do it. Beverly fell in love with the dude, and then it switched into the woman. She's like, "Mm, I'll see you around. Right? It's okay. Well, she fell in love with a candle. You can't go. You can't go, why, Beverly? (laughs) Ghost candles. Come on. The girl has had a really crappy. Like she needs to like put the relationships down. All right. She. It's obvious she can't handle. Come on. She just needs some snuggles. Like she needs some good snuggles. Wesley was better at it. She should have went for Troy. I'm just saying. Hey, Wesley had Ashley Judd. He did. That is true. Like pre crazy Ashley Judd too. (laughs) She is out there, Um, and the and the changeling empress of her world. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, nice pull, sir. Oh, the one with the pink shorts. I like see through. No, it was it was actually like season two after Wesley's mom left him alone in the Enterprise for a period of time, and the uh, (laughs) the the changeling uh, empress shows up with her. You know, old woman guardian who turned out not to actually be an old woman. I'll leave you alone for five minutes on this ship, and you're already breaking things. Oh man, that is that is fantastic. See, Wesley, I latched into TNG because of two reasons. At first, one was Riker because Riker is the coolest person ever to put on film in the Star Trek universe. Okay, I wanted to be Riker when I grew up. Okay, I still sit chairs like that. Ask her. Was, ask her. He will still go and sit to a chair. He'll turn the chair around, and instead of sitting in it, he'll just put his leg up and it and lean on it. Oh, yeah. He does this, the Riker swagger. I, I do the Riker maneuver all the time. I, I He is the coolest person ever put to film in the Star Trek. And, it took a long time for like. And the, I know what you're and the doing. only reason he got away with his leg up on Data's thing is because it was Data. Anybody else would have looked at him and gone, "What are you doing, dude?" Seriously? And behind the scenes, the whole plywood moves when he. <laughs> and he's like, "Look, I can't stand that long. I'm gonna have to. My back is killing me." <laughs> I'm but... a little taller than you. I gotta put my feet somewhere. <laughs> but uh, he was the coolest. 
That's what I wanted to be when I grew up. But Wesley was me. Wesley was me. It was a little skinny kid, just there, happy to be there, and smart ass with this, a photographic memory. With, yeah, with with all this this stuff that he was doing, and I was like, this could be you, right? So for me, it was bracketed on bookends on either side, and TNG was perfect. So it doesn't really matter where you're where you're into it or where you get. Uh, for you, it was it was Beverly, right? Right. So I. It's because that I mean that we were just of that age and that was the Star Trek going on when we started. And I was just like coming of age. I'm like, ah, this makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five years later, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. did have a crush yeah, on her. I did have a crush on her. There's a there's a reason, guys. There's a reason. <laughs> you were by then. You just didn't. Know I just it. didn't know it. But now I look back. I'm like, ah. It makes oh, so much more sense now. I do. Oh, that's why I felt. I feel. Fun. She makes me feel funny. <laughs> and then, and then to say that you don't have female sci-fi's. Come on. Okay, I gotta do the shout out for Dark Matter and Two Boss. My God. Gilroy's. Two Boss. What was her actual? Well, it was number two. Melissa O'Neill. Yeah. Um, you uh, can look her what, up. What about what about the woman on Killjoys? Ooh. Yes. Dutch? Yeah. Dutch. She was hot. That was... See, and that's and this is part of the reason Shannon doesn't watch Sci-Fi Channel anymore. And Jamie Murray from Warehouse 13. Yeah, and later Defiance. And when she was like half naked in Defiance, and, yes. And uh, Hustle as well. Yes. See, Sci-Fi, it just... I love you. I love to hate it. It gives me great women, but she, man, it pisses me she off. She does have a love-hate relationship with the sci-fi I die fi every time. Yeah, and Shannon has a history of, for those of you new to the show, Shannon has a history of when she gets really into a show, it ends the next season. I was like, he's just, you jinxed me. It's your fault. Jinx it's you? your fault. You told me. I went five, now four seasons without watching Wine on Herb. I told you at the beginning, this is something in, you're going to be into. I know. Operator told you. But, Everyone told you. But I was still pissed off it. at DiFi because of Defiance and the way they did Defiance. I'm like, this is right up your alley, babe. I'm telling you, you're going to dig this. And so she's I like, purposely Rrr. stayed away from Sci-Fi Channel for four years. Four years. And, and then, look what happened. And then I found it during the pandemic, and I was bored, and oh my God, never have I blown through four seasons so quickly. You missed the biggest fandom of your life. We could have been doing podcasts about Winona the entire time, and you Shut missed the boat. Up. I know. God <laughs> dang it. Don't but, tease her. But, hey, I happened. I, I got to meet Kat Burrell. Yep. And I hold her above all the other ones. Mm, you do like them big redheads. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say you can't even deny it. <laughs> Beverly Cat Burrell, you like tall redheads. Yes, so I started watching Winona and like two freaking months later they announced that they're canceling it. I was so pissed. I knew I should have watched that. It was not a good day in the O'Hara household at that I day. knew it. They were screaming. She was But you know what? I liked upset. it, and I, and I jumped on it right before it ended, and now I have like seven autographs from Kat Burrell, so I'm okay. She actually I, knows you now. She got the tattoo girl. Yeah. I have a tattoo of her on my arm. Yeah, she so. has a tattoo of Kat Burrell's face on her. That's how hardcore she is. Hardcore, right there. Right I have a stormtrooper. She's you, got Kat Burrell. You never, you, you, this is really thing, because you never got a tattoo of Jamie Murray, did you? No. Wow. I, I know it. And I'm telling you, Jamie, when the first time I met Jamie, I'm like, I love you. I couldn't get words out. But man, she smelled good. <laughs> <laughs> she smelled good. And then I was also nervous when I met... Um, what's Amanda her name? Tapping? Amanda Tapping. No, no, no. That's Agent Carter. Carter. Oh, Carter. Haley Atwell. Oh. Haley Atwell. That woman is classically <sighs> 1940s beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, well, now that it's on Disney, did, did you guys watch Doctor Strange yet? No. You know Haley Atwell's in it, right? Is she? Yeah. Uh-huh. Play, playing Agent Carter. Oh, yeah. Is it something that's going to be canceled America. if I watch it? I'll just wait for it to come out when it's done. <laughs> no, no, it, it's it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's it's just a movie, babe. Okay. Yeah. No, you well, could, as you long could as it. it's not in danger of being canceled if I no, think I could, turn it on, I'm you okay. You could do it. You could do it. Well, you're watching, and to to your credit, you jumped on Strange New Worlds very fast. Like, immediately as soon as you heard about it, you're like... And it's them out, and they're doing the thing, and make it happen. 
<laughs> Basically, in other words, right, we're, we're doing this. Um, it, it, it's Star Trek. It's the new Star Trek and and Anthem. Make it happen. Find somebody to do it with us. And I'm like, well, Jake's stupid. He'll he'll tell us yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, our our last our last partner. Poor Starpie. We 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 drove him. Yeah, but see, the difference between Jake and Starpie is Jake just throws fuel to the fire and goes, ha, 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 and watches yes, it burn. Yes, he likes watching us going at each other. <laughs> Starpie Star tried to was actively like, Come on, us. can we get back on topic? No. He this really... is not what this kind of show is about. We always go off topic, and it's our best part, right? Yeah. But literally, we're sitting, Sean and I are sitting a foot from each other. Yeah. I can literally reach over and... Ow! God! <laughs> you won't pay for that. I'm not kidding. Leg hair. So Starpie Star sent us red duct tape, and he wanted us to yeah, we still have divide it. up the room that we're sitting in. <laughs> so we couldn't touch each other. Did he so, actually think that would work? Well, at least he tried. Seriously. He, he tried. tried. He tried. But, you know, even though we have two desks in the office here, we sit at the same desk because we have to do it. Well, yeah, we have to watch the computer and, and pull up stuff and all that kind of stuff. So, so which leads us to being a foot apart. Yes. You touch my leg hair again, I'm going to twist something on you. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> You're not going to like it. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Trust me. At the clone. Sean, wrong podcast. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> protection. You know, like she snatches me bald on this side of my calf. Unless we're going to be talking about two boss, then we can have more discussions. Oh, well, she's she is very, her, her leather pants worked out very well. Captain tight pants there. Uh, but. Yeah, so don't tell me there ain't that, no too. females out there in sci-fi because I call BS. Yeah, Zoe from Firefly. I mean, yes, seriously, they're rebooting that too, by the way. I heard that, and it's, I'm that's skeptical. What I heard. And well, I'm gonna well, hell. You can even go to the British side and talk about um, a- Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Oh and man, why am I forgetting Miss Gap Tooth from Torchwood? Why can I not remember her name? Eve Miles. Eve Miles. I'm she wish. was beautiful. She was awesome. Is even what with she the gap was. in her teeth, she's okay. She's beautiful. What do you mean, even with the gap? Is that even sexy? Gap. I can't. Okay. I've you, never got into Doctor Who. I could just. You have to. You have to admit, with Eve Miles, though, especially with the way they costumed her, most people didn't make it up to her teeth. No. No, it's just the black leather pants and the Oof. and the jacket. Uh, I loved Torchwood. I don't like Doctor Who. I know it's blasphemy, I'm sure. But doctor Who is difficult for me. David Tennant was my doctor. Um, I liked that one. But uh, Eggleston was okay. But I, I I don't know. I have to really be in the mood for Doctor Who. And I know that's that's well, the, the, the way I'll put it is, is Stephen Moffat was my showrunner. The moment he left it, 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 the whole flavor of the show changed. But people tell me all the time, oh, you can't watch Torchwood without watching Doctor Who. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yes, she can. can. And she did. Torchwood was great until they had some kind of, what was it, the writer strike that they were having in the last? The Children of... The Children, yeah. Children of God or Whatever children of, that children episode. Children of Earth. And you children of Earth. Yeah. Whatever. Whoever that writer was, whatever he was smoking, it was just like some bad stuff. <laughs> you want to lose Shannon as a sci-fi fan? <laughs> Kill children. Oh my God! I'm like, what the hell's what the hell? But then they, but Say then the, the next season together. they put on Showtime and tried to take it over to the U.S. and then pretend like no one knew there were aliens in this world that has basically been invaded every Christmas. Yeah, yeah. so that's the perfect way to ruin a show because it was great, and then they had new writers, and then they went to crap, and you know, <laughs> then they killed everyone. And then they killed everyone but the two people. Come on. Yeah, I'm I'm like, no, I'm out. You know, I, it's just not so much. But I'm hoping they don't do that to Strange New Worlds. I'm hoping we get a, to bring that. Back we, well, I, you know, Jake is it's like an hour later there for him than it is us. So I'm hoping we get a season two out of this just because I mean, we've got two episodes left. It has been excellent. I can't imagine anybody looking at this and going, well, I'm kind of on the fence about it. It's not getting as good Get as anything. Get off the fence. Watch you the have, show. You have great, you've built great villains. You've built great characters. You may have one or two weaker developed ones right now, but... But, but they can this, get stronger. This is yeah, they can get stronger. They can do whatever they need to do. This is a really... As good a foundation as Trek has ever had for a first season, this is it. Even with a short 10-episode season... I, I can't imagine starting stronger than this. I don't either. And and I loved, just to be clear, I loved Discovery. 
first season two. two seasons. I like season two. And then I watched the first episode of three and I haven't gone back. You mean the first episode of four or first episode of three? Mm, maybe it's four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Because you watched season three yeah, and both of right. us went, eh. <laughs> you could have stopped at Red Angel. <laughs> but if we didn't have Discovery, we wouldn't have had this. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I thank Discovery for that. And, and season two of Red Angel, or you know, Red Angel season two Discovery. That was a great storyline. was some of the best Star Trek I have seen. However, we got Anson Mount out of that. And, and it, Ethan Peck. And, and Ethan Peck. Both of them came out of it, yep. And Una. That's right. She was in it. She yep. was in it. Uh, so, I mean, if if you have to have a spinoff, this was the spinoff to have, and I am I am just over the moon about it. And this was uh, this has just been great. These uh, these eight episodes thus far, it's just been great. Now I'm in the mood to go watch some Dark Matter. <laughs> See two bosses booty swinging back and forth. Uh, I was about to say you two probably need to be alone for that one. <laughs> I had to see me and my TV. I'm okay. <laughs> it's just like I just need that and a swinging and leather clad booty. What was, what was that movie that that doesn't eat? I need to see the. Uh, I think it was the core, right? Oh, I need I need. Uh, Hot Pockets and... and I need xenotapes and an endless supply, or I need an endless supply of xenotapes and Hot, Hot Pockets. pockets. <laughs> yep. Zena. Good pull. Uh, so, See, I'm a sci-fi chick. I know you are. Some of these other people out there on Twitter, I just want to slap them sometimes. Uh, they've never done strong female leads. I swear, Lon must have just had a ball on this one. Uh, Jake, you got anything else? I do not. Other than laughing at us when we get off topic. <laughs> oh, no, no, but that, you know that, what? Hey, Everyone that knows us, that's, that's, that's what you're here for. Yeah. That's what you're here for. We always get off topic. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's staying on topics actually tough for us. So yeah, it's, we do it's, a little bit of Star Trek. A little Star Trek, and then a little bit of Star Trek, and then it explodes in the sci-fi. Starts starts to happen. A little bit of sci, a little bit of Star Trek, whole lot of sci-fi. Hey, we appreciate you guys for writing in. Uh, we encourage everybody else to do that as well. Write in because I'm back, yay! Because <laughs> I'm back. Actually, we did get a couple of people who were like, uh. We're Shannonette. We're Shannonette. So if you need to write in, uh, you can do strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com. That's strangenewworlds, plural, fancast at gmail.com. And I haven't been as busy on Twitter as I have recently because I was out of the state with the Girl Scouts for many, many, many days. Uh, Yeah, for last week and then this week we, uh, as we said, had a uh, a death in the family. So it was kind of... It's been a bit busy. It's it's tough for Shannon. So uh, she's been kind of uh, out and about. But uh, we're back now and we're doing some cool stuff and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Good or bad. (laughs) She keeps doing the little hand thing with it. How much would you have paid to be that dog she was holding. <laughs> she <laughs> just made this face. <laughs> if I could be the dog that is doing the licking, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll play your puppy. <laughs> I'm more of a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next time. Kinda Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, and we will see you guys next episode. This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at trek underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf Podcast Network. And to hear more of this cast and other casts like it, you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.